If I should stay, I would only be in your way. So But I know I'll think of you every step of the way. And That song brings back so many memories. And there was only one time in my life when I could actually sing it well. <laughs> it was after one of my greatest loves made me understand that he didn't love me back. And I remember that day. Of course, it was raining. It's always raining on a day like that. It was raining and um, basically I poured my heart out. I said what I felt and he didn't reciprocate, which is his right to do, but it crushed me. Oh my God, I, <laughs> you know, I'd never felt that kind of heartbreak. And that song came to mind and I'd been practicing and practicing and practicing for weeks. And I could never get it just right until that moment. You know, and I remember after this love of my life made me understand that he didn't feel the same. I hung up on him mid-sentence. And I just started singing. <laughs> and singing and singing. And I hit all the notes, I got the riffs, I got the chorus, and I just poured everything into that song. <laughs> and I did it. You know, and years later, each time I've tried to sing that song, I could never get it right. I still can't. And it occurred to me that the place from which that level of emotion and control and angst, longing, whatever you want to call it, whatever that thing is that requires you to be more than yourself for just a song, <laughs> um, I lost it, I don't have it, or I don't need it, I don't know, you know, I just can't do it, and it, it made me think that, um, I guess I don't feel that way anymore, I'm not affected 
emotionally at that level anymore. So my power has to come from something else, basically. This is a conclusion I came to. You know, why is it that I was so pitch perfect and powerful in my moment of <laughs> brokenness? You know, and I, I've thought about that over the years as well. It's like, okay, why do you sound your best when you're at your worst? You know, I would always say I do my best to work under pressure and I'm phenomenal when I'm under pressure. You know, I am multitasking, I'm on point, I get it done, you know, and I want my power to come from a different space these days. You know, I want my, I want to be pitch perfect when I'm in love, when I'm, when I feel wanted and needed. You know, I want to be strategic and efficient when I'm happy and when I have time, you know, when I'm not facing a deadline, when I can be proactive and intuitive and plan. You know, I want my power to come from a different place than rage and angst and longing. So in my need to create this new me, I created the meaning first. <laughs> yeah, the Mimiverse. <laughs> and the Mimiverse is a place where I can unabashedly claim my life, my body, my thoughts, where I can live my way, in my time, and just because I fucking want to. I needed that. In the sacred bubble that I call the Mimiverse, I'm not sentenced to abandonment and ridicule. For taking agency over my body. I'm able to leap broad continents in a single mom's paycheck, <laughs> be more powerful than a foaming racist, and talk faster than a speeding bullet when I have to. <laughs> the Mimiverse is all about jazz and blues and rhythms and classical vibes and haunting melodies and soul. It's about going with my flow. In the Mimiverse, there's enough sweet potato pie for everybody. <laughs> Sangria is a breakfast beverage. And love is always on the menu. So in short, within the vast folds of the Mimiverse, there can be found the magic of the meat cute the fire of the first time, the love of a lifetime, a slow dance on a warm night after a long walk, a quick glimpse of forever, a mellow taste of what could be, possibility, endeavor, and acceptance. What is the Mimiverse? Hmm. The Mimiverse is me.